what's in store this holiday at your local Staples. Gifts and packages shipped with care. So you can relax knowing they'll soon be there. Now at Staples, save 25% on UPS expedited shipping services. Plus, save up to 30% on select shipping supplies. Shop in store or get same day delivery through Instacart. Pack it and ship it for less at Staples. Ends 1-2-21. While supplies last, in store only. See store for details. Instacart not available on shipping services. Fees, taxes, additional terms, and or tips may apply. Delivery subject to availability. How have you been passing the time during the pandemic? The pandemic has been great for... Nintendo, which makes the Super Mario and Pokemon video games. It says its profits more than tripled in the first half of this year as people stuck in lockdown migrated to their sofas. The Japanese firm cleared about $2 billion, selling more than 5 million units of Super Mario 3D All-Stars game software for the Nintendo Switch. Just one at-home entertainment firm booming in the pandemic. Vicki Barker, CBS News. SeaWorld says its third quarter losses were $79 million. The pandemic is costing colleges and universities a lot of money, especially when students don't adhere to the safety rules. Northeastern University suspended 11 students who broke the COVID-19 protocols and then had to credit them thousands of dollars toward the spring semester. That included money they'd paid for room and board at university dorms. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. We hadn't even heard of your product. Our son called us and said, you two need to be using this. And, oh, I love it. It really seems to be helping. My energy levels are not always great, but for the last couple of months, it seems to be improving. But it was really strange because our son doesn't recommend a lot of products to us. He's not like that with us. He says, you're my parents. I'm not yours. I'm not telling you what to do. But with this one, he said, no, I really, really need to do this. <laughs> And our son is right. We need to do this. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code FRUITS. Medicare open enrollment runs from October 15th to December 7th, and Buckeye Hills Regional Council is here to help. Our enrollment specialists are available by appointment to assist in finding the best coverage option for yourself or a loved one. Plans change, and so do your health needs. Call Buckeye Hills Regional Council at 1-800-331-2644 to schedule an appointment today. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk NASCAR, classic cars, and tell you how One Car Museum is honoring our veterans. That's Auto Smarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. The Athens Messenger provides interesting local news, keeps you entertained and informed, but what else? It empowers you by providing information to make the best possible decisions about life, community, and government issues. It supports democracy by providing facts to make informed decisions and keeps transparency in our community. It keeps the First Amendment alive. The Athens Messenger, your local trusted news source. Not a subscriber? Visit our website at AthensMessenger.com or call 740-592-6612, extension 1, to subscribe. At Ohio Health, we'd like to remind you that the health issues you faced before the pandemic haven't just gone away. That cancer screening you needed, well, you still need it. Your bad knee's not going to replace itself. 
And when life as you know it stopped, your medical needs didn't. It's time to take back your health safely. And just like always, Ohio Health is here to help you do it. Visit OhioHealth.com to find out more. If there's something strange in your backyard, who are you going to call? Howard Septic! If there's something smelly and looks kind of weird, who are you going to call? Howard Septic! No Porta John for your event, need a pot for your construction site, who are you going to call? Howard Septic! If you're needing our help, pick up the phone and call Howard Septic at 740-662-2603. Introducing Wendy's new pretzel bacon pub cheeseburger. With a pretzel bun, bacon, beer cheese, and a quarter pound of fresh, never frozen beef, nothing will distract you from your mission to have one. Not even your garage door. Which was clearly in the way. The pretzel bacon pub cheeseburger. Only at Wendy's. Download the app to order ahead and get some Wendy's rewards. Approximately wait before cooking fresh meat available in contiguous U.S. Alaska and Canada. Ever participating Wendy's for a limited time when exact registration required. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WBTH Evans. Hi, oh my, it's a beautiful day out there. 67 degrees it's going to climb to. We're at 46 right now. We got a special edition today. City Commission on Disabilities. They do a lot of great things and they gave out an award just in the last 24 hours. We're going to talk about that. We've got all sorts of things to learn today. So let's get it going. This is the party line on 970 WATH and 97.1 on FM as well. And joining us live this morning, we have Carolyn uh, Bailey Lewis and uh, someone else that we'll introduce in just a moment. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning, Dave. Thank you for having us on this morning. Well, sure. It's, uh, it's a privilege because you just had a big event last night. You're um, but, but before we get into that, the Commission on Disabilities, and then sometimes you can add two more words, access and inclusion. Yes. Um, what's the history on that? How, how far back does that go? It goes back to 2004 when Barry Gilly and her sister, uh, Clarissa Campbell, advocated and lobbied and everything to get the commission here in Athens. But Carissa, who is deceased now, and Barry is going off the commission, her term has ended mm-hmm. after many, many good years of service. Carissa had been on disability commissions in other towns. So when she moved here with Barry, they realized, I don't have any, there are no resources. There's nobody here that can help me yeah. with what I need to help her with doing. So they, uh, they went to Mayor Abel, and uh, Mayor Abel and City Council, championed by Debbie Phillips at the time, who was on camp, camp, uh, council, uh, wrote the ordinance, ordinance and passed it in 2004 that there would be uh, 
Athens City and Athens City Commission on Disabilities. Well, um, the sort of things that you folks look at and consider, could there be improvements in and that sort of thing? Give me an example. Are we talking about physical disabilities? Mm -hmm. Are we talking about, you know what I mean? Uh, help me yes. out a bit. We talked about all disabilities, and that's one thing that we really strive to do. In fact, our bylaws, the city ordinance says we must have at least over half of our commission members, 11 or more, uh, who live with disabilities. Here we have a show Krasinski, who happens to be deaf, Dr. J.W. Smith, who was there way back in the beginning, and of course, you know, he, he won the award last year and came back and serving now. And many of us who use wheelchairs or who have other maybe chronic illness, some you can see, and some disabilities you can't see. Right. And so we, we try to get people who can really speak uh, for the disability community. And we do things like walk and roll around Athens to look at streets, to work with the city on streetscaping, what needs to be fixed, look at places that might need braille and places that will be difficult for someone who is hard of hearing or who may have a developmental disability. So all those things we try to look at and to educate the public and to advocate for those things and then to connect with the city and trying to correct those issues. And they've been great in, in working with us to do that. So over the years, and, and it's quite a few actually now, um, there have been many improvements, right? Yes, there have been. In... in it's easier to remember something that's more recent because we maybe mm -hmm. now take other things for granted. But what would a recent uh, example be that um, that we might have all noticed? A good one is parking. For mm -hmm. in different uh, different businesses and the malls, different places, there have to be so many spaces for people with disabilities. And even van parking. A lot of people don't know this, but if you have a van and someone pulls right up to your door, you are stuck for maybe hours in trying to get someone to come out and to move their car. So that's why those blue stripes are there, not for another house park, but so that the van person can have access to get in and out. I have a friend who was stuck at a Glennis for about three hours because right. someone parked right next to her door, had no clue who it was. So just trying to get people to be aware and cognizant of what we deal with parking is one thing. If you look at the curb cuts, many of those have been fixed. One day, way before Mayor Patterson was elected, I was um, I was on Court Street trying to find out how in the world am I going to pass up here. Uh, it was up above CBS. I'm just going around in circles. Nothing worked for me. And I looked at him across the street. I said, this is why you need to run for office. Help us fix these things. Mm -hmm. But uh, there's a lot of things parking. If you look at... Um, just uh, working with businesses, uh, Brennan's is one that they didn't have a, a real ramp there. I, when I went to Brennan's, I had to get someone to lift me up in there. So we tried to look at businesses to work with them to make easy access for people of all disabilities or abilities. As, as you go about, and, and you travel some, um, how does Athens compare with other communities or cities or metros? Because of the terrain, we've got a, a, a really rough road ahead of us who's made a lot of improvements. If we were uh, straight, surface, no bricks, the bricks 
I know we love them, but they can certainly be an issue when you're going across the street <laughs> and you get stuck in one of them on your chair. Yeah, yeah. So there are different issues, and then you look at the hilly terrain. So we've got some things to do to make things more accessible. And, you know, the longest mile begins with the first step, so that's, we're trying to continue those steps. Listen, the, I think um, though, what I do want to say as far as the commitment of the people here in the city mm-hmm. to make this all work, it's far beyond many cities that I've seen. Well, that, that's, a great, that's a great statement. I like that. And yeah. I've often thought that even though we don't maybe accomplish things as fast as we wish, probably for finance purposes, um, it, the, the desire is there. You know what I mean? Well, listen, um, so one of the things you've done over the years is established the Athena Award, right? Now, right. now um, can you recall what year that might have first been accomplished? Or, uh, yes, 2015. Okay. It used to be a service award that Larry Jacobson started when he was on the commission. Oh, yeah. And then in 2015... Uh, Mayor Patterson, before he was mayor, of course, became a member of the commission and chair. And Mayor Patterson and another and a committee of the commission had a lot of discussions and changed that service award, changed the criteria to make it the Athena Award that one person of service who, who was deserving would get this award. So 2015, in fact, Larry was the first recipient uh, of that. Larry, uh, Mike Fletcher, um, Ellie Stanford. Well, um, the so this was um, now you were dealing with COVID like everybody else. So you did it was a little different fashion last night, but it was it was announced last night. And I guess you did a Zoom meeting or something to that effect. And yes, and uh, but nonetheless exciting, and uh, someone n- none of us have ever heard of won the thing, you know. Um, no. <laughs> I'm kidding because uh, we all are so familiar with Passion Works, and Patty Mitchell. How about that? Congratulations, Patty. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it. you're you're um, a favorite of mine, and. And I think, um, you know, one of the things, we have several Passionworks flowers displayed throughout our home. And it's also a gift we give to many people that have an Athens connection or family or that sort of thing. And, um, you know, I think back to the story of, you know, how the print plates the uh, the of the offset type um, printing that used to be done at... Um, or oh, the messenger were then, they would be tossing away these aluminum sheets. And then how someone had the idea, well, let's, let's paint those and shape them and all of that. And what was born was the Passionworks flower. How cool is that? <laughs> well, oh, we still use those plates from the Athens messenger. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so neat. So, talk about Passion Works, and first of all, congratulations on receiving last night the Athena Award. Thank you, Dave Palmer. Thank you. 
And, you know, and, and you know, it, it comes without saying that, you know, Passionworks has been so beautiful and vibrant because of all the people, of course, who have contributed um, their talents and time to, uh, to the effort, which right. are many. Yeah. Well, the, um, let's see, whose dream was it initially? Well, I, I would say, um, you know, I, I think that there's a dream of creating better and better positive environments for people who are being served who have um, developmental differences. Mm-hmm. And there are different ways of approaching that opportunity. And personally, my, my approach was through the arts because it was combining the two things that I cared very much about, and that was making things and making things with other people and then creating environments where people were being served that would be a celebratory, welcoming, community-integrated spaces. So um, that was that was my hope, and uh, was able to experiment here in Athens to see if, if that was a viable concept. Well, I, you should have learned by now. It is, <laughs> you know. Um, mercy. Uh, it's so nice to see him whenever you go to somebody else's home, too. Um, and then there's, you know, different seasonal flowers and, and um, holiday flowers. and But, you know, lest we think that that's all they do, why don't you tell us about some of the other products that over the years have come about? All right, yes, well, um, the flowers are our bread and butter, for sure, and they were um, a design that created as much employment as possible that would, and employment that was um, a joy to participate in, that Mm -hmm. responded to the talents and interests and the physical abilities of people. And then, so once we came up with that design, we realized that, um, there were other things that we could make, we could expand. And it was also to demonstrate the power of creativity and with the intention of making better lives um, for each other and work that fit the bodies and minds and spirits of the workers. Um, and then each product demonstrates how fabulous we all are, you know, yeah. <laughs> when, when we put our market together. Uh, and so we have... Um, made many different products out of the same material, which are the uh, aluminum printing plates. So we make ornaments and um, just uh, little teeny flowers, pins, jewelry, mm-hmm. out of that metal. And now we clean the metal um, over at the community's maker space that mm-hmm. previously was uh, reused. So our production is expanding out into the community, which we're really thrilled about. Well, that organization's undergone some changes lately, and, um, you know, I, I'm sure it's going to come out great once it's all settled down. But um, Oh, very exciting, yes. Sure. The, um, of course, you have a retail uh, display, and it's also a, a place where uh, projects can be done, and that is... Mm-hmm. Um, almost to Court Street, and that would be on East State? That's right, 20 okay. East State Street, right behind the Valero, next to Zoe's. Right, 
that's a good way of putting yeah. it, right next to Zoe's. Now, um, that's um, kind of a two large room space there. There's uh, uh, pl- places where you can display all the products, and, and there's also workspaces. And um, let's see, how long ago did that get established? That in that space, it's been about twelve years now. Yeah, it, which knew, it was Magic Video, and then it was the Best Station. Yeah, it's been lots of different things. Sure, sure. I remember it as Magic Video, right? Now, um, so it's not uncommon, folks, to go in there and be looking around, shopping, and looking at all the different uh, art pieces and so on, and, and see. Uh, you know, people actually building or performing their their art. And um, that's always fun, you know, to watch them for a while and see what ideas they're working on. So what um, what's your thought on, you know, what is it meant to those who actually are the participants? Well, I, I think um, what I've, I've felt from them, and then we've talked about, you know, it's, there is such joy and um, connection with that space and having people come, you know, it's pre-COVID. Uh, we, now people do come into our shop, but uh, pre-COVID and once we get to post-COVID, uh, we, our whole mission is to attract people in and to experience the art-making process um, and to turn that space into an experiential learning center yes. with the university and with each other. Um, but for the individuals involved, I think because it's such a seamless experience, you know, people walk in and out, natural conversations happen. Um, our, the, the core artists are professional, and they're very comfortable with making in public, mm-hmm. which is not typical for a lot of artists. You have to be pretty strong inside to be that vulnerable and and what I love um, are people often from the university we have so many people from the university come in and they're like oh I'm not creative I can't do this and our artists just welcome them into the fold and uh, say it's okay just try it it's fun not to worry and and then you can see people's anxiety just melt away and we're all just in it together it's pretty awesome I have observed that, and and uh, you know, people. It's how do I want to say? I hope I'm not incorrect on something, but the, the people that have some form of disability, um, they are less critical of themselves. And somehow or other, these creative juices flow more easily. Um, And maybe you disagree with that, but that's my observation. And yet they've rarely had the opportunity to do so. So when it does present itself, it is such such a terrific feeling for them. Now, how do you, what's your reaction to what I just said? 
Well, my reaction is that, um, you know, you go with what works. And, you know, as human beings, we're creative entities. We, I, I think that we're built to connect and to create and to experiment and discover. Um, it's, it's at our core. And people often who have perceived differences often are in services that um, are there with an intention to fix them mm. or us, you know. And instead of saying, you know, if, if only you do this or only if you behave this way, you know, and kind of program with the intention of programming the this perceived disability out, instead, our, our approach is you're fine, you're good, you're wonderful, you're lovely. What do you want to do? And how can, how can we do it together? And... And for any human being to be embraced for who they are and to say, I like you because of you, you're great, who doesn't want that? And who doesn't want to do the things that they want to do? So we, we've managed to um, break this process down as a model and share it with other organizations who are interested and in, um, want to invite the creative process into programming. And so there are organizations internationally and nationally are embracing this this model and it I tell you as a facilitator of, of stuff it makes work so much easier when people are happy if that's the you know there, there's a lot of reasons to do it but for, a big one is ease it's like we're alive now why not enjoy it yeah. why, why wait you know, for being better sometime in the future, we are fine right now. So um, we're very passionate to embrace people for who they are and what they do and what they like. You know, for 23 years, I was on the city's um, arts recreation board, right? Suddenly I can't mm -hmm. think of the proper title. Um, but... Um, Anyway, and, and suddenly Paul Weil decides that, uh, hey, there's term limits. How come those have never been applied? And so uh, two-thirds of the, the arts recreation and uh, why can't I think of the right term, Scott? Anyway, art, arts, parks, and recreation, that's what it was. Arts, parks, and recreation. Uh, anyway, finally, um, he, the, the mayor announced, uh, Paul Wilde this was, uh, well, you're off because uh, you far exceeded the number of terms you were supposed to serve. But, you know, when I think of all the things we did during those periods, you know, the, the, the city rec center, the new pool, the, and the list goes on and on and on, um, I really resent having to come off of that. Um, now, you folks have term limits, and I'm going to think there's people on here that shouldn't have to come off if they're doing a good job and they love what they do. Um, oh, well. What, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about, um, well, let's go back to Passionworks for a bit. So, um... Patty, how many years has 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 this been your thing? Uh, passion work. Well, in '96, we started with a three-week residency for the Ohio Arts Council, 
And Would you say that again? It was just a bit distorted. I couldn't quite make it out. Oh, okay. Um, yes, it was uh, 1996. We had a three-week uh, residency grant to the Ohio Arts Council. Okay. And we did that at ATCO, um, at Stimson when it was there. And then the following year, we had a 10-week residency. And, we had, um, and then we received a nine-month grant. And that, that nine-month grant really solidified the opportunity where we um, gelled. And it just kept going from there. Does that so still exist? Does that co still exist? No, it doesn't. I, it was I, dissolved. I just, just thought I'd check. Go ahead, please. So, out of all of that, did we lose you? No, I'm here. Okay. I, I just, I'm sorry I interrupted to ask if ACCO still existed, but it doesn't. Go ahead now. Oh, okay. Um, and so, yep, so 98 is kind of, is when we say it was, uh, the studio was established. Mm-hmm. Now, when you think of all the things that um, you've had different locations, last 12 years you've had a great location. Um. Is there something, some crazy idea that you've never been able to try yet, but you hope to? You know, <laughs> is there is there anything you'd like to add, but you have not had the opportunity thus far to do so? Well, we've we've really started to, um, you know, we're doing murals around town and. That has been just absolutely exciting with the idea of like uh, being the, a design studio. Like the wraps around uh, utility boxes and things like that? You know, we actually have never done any of those. Oh. A lot of people think that's us. But um, those are individual artists in Athens. Okay. Um, we've done a mural behind the Valero on Park Street. And we've finished a mural at the Athens County Library. And we're talking to two local public spaces right now for the spring that we're very excited about. Mm-hmm. But, um, as, as big ideas, you know, it's we want our model to, to figure out how to bring people in to share our model and um, our artists to go out and help um, start up things and design playground equipment that's accessible that has beautiful drawings from our artists. Uh, we want to. I mean, what if we had an intentional community that was completely accessible, that had art, and it, it grew and expanded? There, we have big, big dreams. We, we imagine monumental things, and um, and we also are very focused on the individuals, so that people have uh, the best experience they possibly can. The um, <clears throat> the artists. Um, I, I'm I'm not a professional by any means in this area, uh, so I hope I don't use terms that are not complimentary or or frowned upon. However, I you know I would think someone with a disability, uh, particularly perhaps that of of um, 
um, maybe more of the mental type, um, has a real low opinion of themselves. I may be completely wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I, I'm guessing there is some of that. Now, if, they, if you can show, if you can produce an item as cool as the Athens flower um, or other similar beautiful things, and people dig them and they want to purchase them, and they want them to be displayed in their homes. Doesn't that give them an immense um, kick in the butt in terms of, hey, I did something cool? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that's the human condition, you know, to um, experience connection, purpose, and belonging. And when we don't have those things, if we're in an environment where we're made fun of or seen as less than, there, of course, um, that translates to our gut and our soul, and it's devastating. But if and when we are invited into the fold and appreciated and responded to and with respect and joy, we get to have that, too. So... We are very authentic with our um, providing opportunity, and we're not we're not pretending anything. Uh, the artists that are at Passport are incredibly talented, um, off the charts, amazing, and 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 it's it's because we anticipate fabulousness and we see it, we respect it, we don't want to waste a second. Um, if if you see another person as the other and different and with deficit, um, that it's, it's humiliating. It's, it's just not, um, it doesn't light the spark. And so, you know, our artists are talented. They've recognized and been recognized. Um, they're proud of their work. And it's, it's the opportunity that's been presented to them. And they have risen to every occasion that we have been able to provide um, in, in at the studio. I mean, I, I've, been, I've been doing this for decades, and I think, okay, we have hit a bar. Like, we can't, we are just, this has been amazing. And then I'm, my mind is blown again. I'm like, all right. You know, so, so it's, it's, a, it's a growth experience from, for me. To, to, okay, what are we going to do next? Like, what are we going to do next? Because um, we just have to keep doing bigger. But, um, I, I tell you, I, I, this is not to be contained. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's happening right. in there. Yeah. You know, um, not to be telling stories or anything, but um, Athens has um, um, a spread out community of of young people, or maybe not so young, who um, are to some degree disabled mentally. And they have group homes and things like that. 
and it could be just two people living in a home. Um, in my neighborhood, I probably have three, three or four homes like that. And uh, there's one young lady who has um, just taken an interest in me. And so she comes over uh, often. And she'll be with Pat and myself and uh, we'll chat on the deck or she'll have dinner with us or whatever. Um, but she walks everywhere. Everyone seems to know her. Um, I think she has a part-time job maybe at um, Bob Evans. I don't know. Um, but that hasn't been very active since COVID. Mm. Um, and, you know, I... I try to treat her as a dad and as a friend. And it means a lot to them. And I think some people are afraid to do that because they're uncomfortable. You know what I mean? They they don't know whether what they're doing is right or wrong. And I don't know either. I'm just trying. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that's that's one of the, the things about passion works. You know, we're big, we're loud, we're proud, and part of that reason is to create attention to say that you know, like we're we're here, mm-hmm. we're okay. Mm-hmm. And often people with perceived differences are in developmental differences are um, in the hinterlands. They are out of sight, out of mind, and by design. And if people do not have the opportunity to interact with the entire community, then segments of the community are seen as different. Mm -hmm. And then there must be a reason why people are separated, and there must be this, and and then there's there's fantasies and things that are built up in people's minds. So when we're about um, inclusion and collaboration and cooperation and experience, it's not just because it's nice, it's because it's Seriously, a matter of life and death for some people. Exclusion and isolation mm-hmm. um, do not encourage folks to thrive or have a vibrant life. And and so we're not waiting to be invited to the party. We're throwing the party and inviting the community in. So we're turning it inside out. Well, speaking and we of, that very speaking of parties, uh, you folks are good at parties, right? You've had the drive-bys. <laughs> With uh, the costumes and all of that, um, there was an event, uh, what, uh, different events there over at, um, oh, at the Z- uh, Zellner, um, Zenner House? Zenner House, thank you. Yeah. Um, and, and, of course, our regular parades, uh, when we have them, um, not so much this year, but in the past, uh, golly, so much fun. Listen. Um, Carolyn, tell me, um, the, the, the concept of the, um, Athena Award, the Athena Presentation, uh, I think I asked you this before, but I can't remember the answer. How many years now? It's been, uh, this will be, this is the sixth year, Patty is the sixth okay. recipient. So if you can, think back to the last two or three and tell me who... Uh, was selected for each of those. Yes, last year it was uh, J.W. Smith. Oh, yes. 
No, and that, then now that guy's, I, you know, he's a little... I guess you were hard up, eh? I think he's listening this morning. I I know, which is why I said it. No, I I love him. Okay, go ahead. JW last year. JW, it was uh, at least Stanford posthumously uh, with um, the uh, uh, photo project. What was it? Uh, And the um, at least Stanford. Yeah, but what project? the photo project. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Yes. Well, and the Athens photo, the Athens photo project, right? Thank you. Sure. And then the year before that was um, Mariko Kentucky, Dr. Kentucky, and the year before that was Petra, and then the initial recipient was Larry Jagerman. We miss him, don't we? Yes, he was the mainstay of this commission. So, um, to to either one of you, um, what is something that you'd really like to accomplish that you've not been able to yet? Yeah. Oh, with the commission, yes. I think so. Okay. Yes, of course. I think we'd really like to see more access on the city streets and the curb cuts more, uh, a little bit smoother mm-hmm. and more access to some of the buildings as well as uh, I know the cities are working on a plan that everything that the city does, including our people do as far as access with housing, that housing being built, I think that's one of the primary things in the city be accessible for and for the elderly so that and I, there's going to be something built I think there's some, there is something in, in the works right now and also uh, as well as making sure that we have a resource one of Barry's ideas from way back is to have a center for independent living so we've been working with the folks in Columbus to make that happen that it will be a central resource for folks with disabilities you wouldn't imagine can imagine how many contacts we get over the winter from people saying, I need help, I need a resource, can you help me? So we think this will be an answer. So those two things we really like to see happen. Are you, um, are you familiar with Dutch Creek Winery? I've heard of it, I haven't visited yet. Okay. It's um, almost out to Amesville, but you would take, what is it, 690 or 691, something like that. Um, Paul and Cynthia Friedman are the owners of it. Paul Friedman is the city planner for the city of Columbus. And they're there, um, I think the place is only open Friday and Saturdays. Um, I, I would... I would make a connection with Paul Friedman about this housing that can be um, is more flexible and more accessible. I think he could provide you, if he, if not he himself, someone on his staff could assist us with some ideas. You know? Oh, okay. Sure. I know Daisy McNelly on a commission and Noah 
assembly have been working with some folks on this. So uh, we've got a good start. And, good. and they've, been, we've, they've had us to look at some plans. And I can't recall off the top of my head where it's being built. I want to say 856. I don't think that's right. But there's going to be something built in the near future that we've been in on making, uh, giving input to to make sure it's going to work for everyone. Well, I know Columbus is uh, working on this hard, too. And uh, Paul's active in that since he's the planner. Yes, we've been working with Paul, of course. Okay. Well, what have I failed to bring out today that you think is important? I don't want to miss anything. Well, I want to talk about the awards ceremony last okay. night. You mentioned it earlier that we've done it live. Last year was a really special event uh, because it was the 50th year for the award and the uh, 15th year for uh, the commission. So, but of course, we couldn't do that this year. So, a uh, wonderful young lady who's on our commission, and I got our heads together with the folks at the government channel, Scott and um, Ryan, to figure out how are we going to do this? Because one of the main issues that we want to make sure that our interpreter could be seen on the screen. So we wrote the script based upon what we did last year, you know, just changed the people and, and the places. And um, Claire did the visuals. We had the opening and the montage of the, of the nominees. And then the mayor hosted. And we talked about the... Uh, the uh, commission and about the award, and we had a um, selection of God Bless America from the Athens County Community Singers, that, mm -hmm. um, uh, and they were terrific. They, they taped that, recorded that for us, and we inserted that, and then, of course, we got hidden video and things of Patty, pictures of Patty that we showed at the end, but in the meantime, Patty had no idea that she was the recipient, so we planned on her good friend, Diane, Dr. Diane Bouvier, who's also a blue pet, she's the chair of Passion Work Studio. She's the president of the board. President of the board, exactly. Cool. And so we arranged, and Patty does, I don't know if she knows this, but at a certain time I texted Diane, I said, knock on the door. Because we were at a certain point in the script. Oh. And she was to knock on the door. Like publisher's clearinghouse, right? <laughs> so Patty gets this knock on the door, and Patty, you can take it from there. <laughs> I had this little guy, it was like, what is that? And then um, Diane was on my porch, uh, a word in hand. It was really sweet. Was there yeah. a camera there? <laughs> well, no. What happened was we were still doing the ceremony live. Yeah, yeah. So Diane's role was to tell Patty, you're the recipient, here's a trophy, now get back. <laughs> the, uh, Back to, to the, your to, to the to, monitor, yeah, yes. Yeah. So um, she did that, and uh, then of course she gave her. We gave her time. We talked about some quotes that the people said about her. Showed the video, and then she gave her recipient's response, which was great. So that's, oh, that's, that, that's, that's what we did last. Time. And I also want to talk about calling all artists that we the last award. Patty has the last of the six that we had commissioned by Kevin Morgan. So we're looking for a new design. Uh, we have a vision that's all on the city's website under Disabilities Commission and tells what the award should be. And we, there's an $1,800 stipend for the design and uh, six more awards. And uh, we're looking to get those um, designs in sometimes in January, and we will announce the, um, who is going to receive the uh, so the bid to create this new award, and we have a panel from our community, from our art communities, to review submissions and choose designs. So 
Uh, we are really excited about that and hope that, Patty, you've got some artists there, so we'll we have some. Time. Yes, of course. So maybe <laughs> uh, someone might, might be interested in creating a new design. Let me ask you this. Let's say that uh, amongst our audience there are people listening to this and um, they are moved um, or, or just this really sounds like something they would like to participate in. Um, who should they contact to... Well, I mean, first of all, you got the Passion Works effort and then you have the Commission on Disability. Um, how would you recommend they make their interests known and try to fit into helping um, various different efforts? For the commission, we have a, a, a mailbox, an uh, email box, Disabilities Commission at ci.athens.os.us. Ci Disabilities Commission at ci.athens.os.us. Os. Us. So anyone interested in serving, being on a committee, have any ideas, they see anything. I got a, an email the other day, someone saw an issue and I passed it on to Daisy, who passed it on to Paul, and, and they're working on it. Mm -hmm. And anything, calling all artists, just email that and just say, I'm interested in creating a design and, and we'll get the information to them. Or they can go on the city's website, CI. .athens.os.us and Google, put in uh, Disabilities Commission all of these things about the commission and projects and calling all artists and everything will come up, including anyone interested in membership. There's a membership form there and information in the Photo Commission. So everything commission is on the website. We also have a Facebook page. They can just Google or put in the uh, Disabilities Commission and it will pop up the Athens Disabilities Commission. And you can see everything on the Facebook page. In addition to updated articles about disability issues throughout the state and the, 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 the country, and anything dealing with disabilities will be there. So those are the two ways that they can contact the state. Now, Patty, with, um, with Passion Works, uh, mm -hmm. I assume there are uh, a variety of volunteers that help out there, too. So how, have, uh, how would someone let themselves be known or interviewed to see if they have the talents necessary to help? Well, we all have the talents necessary to help if there's the um, intention to wanting to be involved, for sure. And, uh, you know, during COVID, we've really had to pivot uh, to reimagine our time right now. Of course. So, so one of the things that people can do that we are so appreciative of is to share um, our page uh, on social media with with friends and people in the community, outside of our community, being um, uh, becoming familiar with our products, considering them as gifts for the holidays. When for, for the next two months, a third of our income is sourced. And we are dedicated to creating employment and the natural integration um, within the financial and the, the threads of our community, um, and we've been making and building all year, getting ready for the holidays. Um, and, and so if people could consider uh, our guests, uh, our, our objects of gifts, that would be fantastic. 
and to share what we do on social media, and to also support um, our friends, our local friends, our restaurants, and different people who make things. Um, we all need each other to have a thriving art community. Folks, let me just uh, explain that there's a little bit of distortion once in a while when people are talking because we're doing this via telephone, uh, typically cellular phone. And, um, you know, in times of COVID and all of that, um, many of our guests are concerned about coming out to our studios and being here in person. Um, and we're cautious out here, but we get that. You just never know. So um, uh, I hope, I hope uh, you don't mind when you hear a little bit of that odd distortion. Well, listen, again, Sandy, I'm sorry, Patty, um, congratulations. Oh, thank you, Dave. And um, I think Passion Works is something that if somebody comes to him from out of town, I always want to show him it. And, and uh, I think it is cool. Um, to the Disabilities Commission, uh, I'm glad that... Um, uh, who was it, Ed Beckett or Don Barrett? Who's got it started? Uh, Barry Gilly. No, I mean, who was mayor at the time? Do you recall? Uh, the mayor was uh, Abel, Mayor Abel. Okay, Rick Abel. Um, I'm glad such a thing exists. It should at each community. And uh, just keep trying to, um, no pun intended here, chip away. And uh, make things uh, good for people of all all types of disabilities. So um, thank you, and thank you for helping us to always get the word out and to let people know that sure. they're very welcome to come and join us as a commission. We we like we have to meet by Zoom now too. So we are once we get going again, we'll get back into the community center. But for now. And all that information every week is on the city site as to how they can join us as commission or any committee member, committee of any committee. My phone made a, a noise last night, <clears throat> and I couldn't figure out why, but I think it was to remind me to watch this Zoom. But I okay. I messed up. All right, well, listen. You, you well, let me have tell a, you, Dave, you yeah, can yeah. watch it. It's, it's going to be archived on the city site oh, good. and also on Facebook. So you can anyone can go back and watch the ceremony from last night. Wonderful. Listen, thanks for coming in to, with, with us uh, via the phones, and we'll talk to you all soon. Hey, thank you, Dave. Okay, bye-bye. Thank, bye. thank you, Carolyn. Thanks, Dave. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so uh, good morning, folks. Um, once again, it is, um, let's see, today is Thursday. Thursday. I lost track of a day for a moment. It is Thursday. Oh, okay. It's, <laughs> it's on a screen right up in front of me here. <laughs> yeah. um, it is November 5th. They're saying it's going to be a very pleasant 67 degrees today. Right now we're showing 48. And um, let's see, tomorrow is Friday. Uh, ba -bum, ba -bum, ba -bum. Okay. Tomorrow is Yabba Dabba Doo. Yeah, I missed that. 
a right. week or two ago. I yeah. can't remember which now. They're, all the weeks are getting fuzzy. Um, well, well, we'll be here, fuzzy or not, tomorrow. Fuzzy or not. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Dr. J.W. Smith, he is in the house today. As we speak? Huh? You mean in the building right now? Yeah. Okay. He's going to be recording morning devotions. So and, and I, I when he him, does, so I like him. He he got a reference this morning on Party Line. There you go. <laughs> Folks, we're out of time. Uh, have a safe day. Um, try to find some fun in it. We'll see you tomorrow. East Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Cammie McCormick. It's a frustrating wait for the presidential vote totals, and that's driven many to the streets. Portland, Oregon. Every vote matters and every vote counts, so that's why we're out here. In Phoenix, it was supporters of President Trump who protested outside an election center. Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs. Their presence, honestly, is a distraction. Um, they're protesting to count the votes, and that is exactly what Maricopa County election officials are doing. You know, I'm not sure they're objective, um, but we're going to keep counting the ballots. That's what we're required to do by law. The Trump campaign has filed legal challenges in some states. Correspondent Adriana Diaz is in Milwaukee. In Wisconsin, the law does allow a candidate to request a recount if the margin of victory is less than 1%. Biden does have less than 1% more votes, but just as a reminder, so did President Trump when he won this state in 2016. And Nevada's Republican Party is initiating a lawsuit to stop the vote count there. Reporter Alexander Ten. Republicans plan to claim that some 10,000 voters fraudulently cast ballots while living outside of the state. This would mark the latest in months of litigation after the state shifted to mailing ballots to all active registered voters over the COVID-19 pandemic. Joe Biden has 253 electoral votes and President Trump 213. Checking how the Senate is shaping up. Here's correspondent Nancy Cordes. Democrats are feeling pretty good at this hour about Arizona, so that would get them to 48 seats, but then they still need two more to get to 50 and take control. Now, overnight, their chances of securing a second Senate runoff in Georgia improved as that race tightened. So we've got a cliffhanger here when it comes to control of the Senate, and it could last for months. Now to the coronavirus surge. We're not going to fire right now. Doctors in South Dakota are being overwhelmed by new patients. I can tell you I've seen ages of 20s and 30s and 80s and 90s. Some of them walk in, some of them walk out, some of them don't. Dr. Anthony Herricks. This is a marathon as we go through this race that we're just going to have to keep fighting and fighting and fighting to try to try to make sure that we get through this. The Sioux Falls City Council is considering an emergency mask mandate there. It's late in the season, but the southern U.S. could be looking at another tropical storm. This one, Ada. It's already flooded areas of Honduras. It hit there as a Category 4 storm. Now it's headed toward Cuba and Florida by early next week. On Wall Street, checking the numbers, the Dow Jones Industrial up 427 points. The Nasdaq is higher as well. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. When you need certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life, Rocket can. 
CBS presents Highlighting Our Heroes, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. 102-year-old Millie Bailey is a World War II veteran who has nearly seen it all. Recently, she checked another item off her bucket list, skydiving. When we were tumbling in the air, I felt like I was by myself. <laughs> I thought, where did the paratrooper go? <laughs> Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eat-ups, and hurry-ups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. In engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. A princely penchant for old clothes, CBS News correspondent Deborah Rodriguez explains. He wore a 36-year-old morning coat to his son, Prince Harry's wedding. Now, Prince Charles is opening up to British Vogue about his penchant for sustainable fashion. I would like trying to keep things as long as I possibly can. Hence, as long as I retain the same shape and can go on fitting into things, I'd rather have them repaired, you know what I mean, and maintained. Um, even patched if necessary. The prince was photographed in the gardens at his Gloucestershire home wearing a 30-year-old custom linen jacket from Anderson and Shepherd. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The Bank of England says it will provide another $150 billion in cash stimulus as that country heads into a second lockdown. The British economy expected to shrink 11% this year, and that's much worse than originally forecast. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking the three veggie and three fruit for two years, and I had not gotten sick. It's unbelievable. And I'm not tired. I don't wake up tired. And it's just amazing to me that there's such a difference. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code FRUITS. Ready to create your own income with your own home-based business where there's no such thing as getting laid off? If a billionaire entrepreneur spent five years and $20 million searching for the next big trend, wouldn't you want to know what